3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What
0: is this fascination with running Desmond Ritter back out onto the field? Mike, I thought you were joking earlier today, and I said, we got to stop talking about this, and then you just read to me one of our one of our hosts on this radio station is talking about this like like it's a real thing. I, I, I think the best options for the, uh, for the Falcons
4: next year, uh, Desmond Ritter. I, I, I think you look at J.J. McCarthy, you know, Bo Nix. Then, then you get to Justin Fields. That's freaky, by the way. And then I, just, I asked Chris, is there a gas leak in his house today? What's I don't care. Well,
0: yes, I, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, I don't care.
4: Guys, Ritter, I... <laughs> Maybe we're to blame on this one. I we got to take – got to fall on <laughs> our sword Because when he got drafted in 22 – Let's take the you know, blame. It's our fault. Because we said, you know what, Carl? I want to see Ritter. Because I said, like, whatever you think of Ritter, it can't be any worse than Mariota. Well, actually, it was worse than Mariota. Yeah. Mariota looks like freaking Johnny Unitas compared to what Ritter did last. Guys, he's a good guy, and we all pull for all the young rookies. He's not an NFL starting quarterback. Yes, he can make a big throw down the field. And he, can, and, he can, and he can certainly scramble for a touchdown. There's a lot of guys that can do that. Zach Wilson can do that once in a while. He's not an NFL starting. I'm not getting a name called. I'm not going to use the B word. I'm going to be good. But he's just not that guy. So stop it. And third-rounders do not get the opportunities that first-rounders get. They just don't. And maybe first-rounders get too many opportunities, like Jeff Okuda Bob. coming down here. But no, I didn't say that, Orton. You said that. Bob. <laughs> But the, the and the old management has already basically said Ritter will be here, but he's not going to be starting yeah. quarterback. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and Mike, here's the deal. Um, it's funny. Tur- Turtle just said, <laughs> "This is how bad it's been for us as Falcons fans." Turtle just said he threw the worst pass in the history of the NFL in the Carolina game. Actually, that was Marcus Mariota yeah, we, in the, in the Carolina game yeah. the year before. The
4: one thing he couldn't do on that drive is throw it right to Carolina, and he just threw it right to Carolina. I was watching. The game. We were down at the, we were at the Rusty Nail down there in Amelia Island. I, I, he just threw it to the I, he just threw it to Carolina. I mean, the, look, the <laughs> oh, guy. I know, but, the, but you're saying like that the Ritter pass was terrible in the moment. Yeah. The Mariota pass was worse. He doesn't have it. They gave him multiple opportunities. For all the things we didn't like about Arthur, and like, I get it, Arthur Smith didn't help him at times. He's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Stop it. And again, I thought the idea was, Carl, let's hope... He can be Russell Wilson, then we'll have a third, we'll have salary control, we'll have a guy making less than a million bucks, and we'll be able to do all the other things in free agency. But as our old agent would say, the world you live in and the world you want. And the world we wanted never freaking materialized, so stop talking about Desmond Ritter. You
2: know, that's a convenient narrative.
4: All the things. All, I do is laugh. all the things That's that it. Falcon fans get. I can't believe we let Ryan Nielsen go. Oh, I guess. Wow. We were, holy cow! We were the forty six defense with Buddy Ryan, and then the you guys. What are you? What are you getting? What are you doing? I mean, I, I say we got like a, a, a ridiculous dysfunctional. I think we got a dysfunctional fan base with some of these guys. What are you? What are you talking about?
2: Yeah, He's a real person. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well. I forgot about all of this stuff during the season. By <laughs> the way, please never erase those. We gotta keep those. Because we're gonna pl- we're gonna
0: see the Steelers this year. Oh, we are. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio <laughs> 929 the Game. All right. Uh, <sighs> that that's 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 just in this conversation where we are right now, let, let's talk about <laughs> and let me ask you guys this real quick, and then we'll we'll move on. Uh by the way, Benjamin Hallbright's on the way. You just got the job. You're Raheem Morris. Is there any way in hell you're running him out there? No. I'm asking you. You listening right now. You just got the job. You're the new Falcons head coach. You know what happened here. Is there any way you're running him out there? Then stop. 4047260929
4: now I don't know if uh Daryl here is trying to get a rise out of you and me oh well, uh, what's already happened The real TXNE. Well, yeah Fricky
0: already did yeah. that
4: either fields or Ritter he needs another second <laughs> no no first round picks who could run for a thousand yards get a third chance or second chance Ritter doesn't get a second
0: chance unless
4: everybody in front of him gets hit by a bus on the way to the stadium.
3: Mike, can I give you a 10-cent phrase? It would be professional malfeasance for Raheem Morris to run out
0: Desmond Ritter. Correct. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you put that
4: on us. Ah. <sighs> But, I mean, th- these are the, and this is why my anger management technique. Sometimes, oh, by the way, my, my, uh, the, the counselor, Devin, yeah. sometimes he says there are times when you do have to like, find a uh, release. And sometimes it's funny, he says, you just let it out like I just did. Of course, did. you that's, have what to. that's cathartic. It is. No,
0: as long as nobody gets hurt. Correct. Mike, as long Correct. as you're not beating up anybody. Yes. Uh, Shane says, Dukes, I hear you the way you're talking about Ritter right now. Um, listen, I defended him until I couldn't. Right. But he says that's the same way I feel about Fields every time anyone talks about him. I don't get that. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. I just don't. It's, it to me, it, it's not even a comparable thing when you compile mistake after mistake. Like, I don't even know, Mike. Did we won the first two games of the season, and it seems like a distant memory, right? Did he even play good in those games? Like, I, I don't even remember. Well, he had, remember that's we t- I joked around. Archie was like, "Well, they
4: weren't picks. Archie threw into three Packers' chests. They just didn't catch it. Ugh. You know, in that game." So, no, look, he, he's he's a walking turn... What's the old line from uh, Live and Let Die? What are you, a doomsday <laughs> machine? Yes. <laughs> he is a walking doomsday machine, turnover machine. Stop it. The thing about Fields
0: is... He, you know what's funny, Mike? He ran for <laughs> we're, no, we're, do- we're doing all this. We're <laughs> doing all this. And they're going to come back from the combine and be like, we've come to the conclusion that Desmond Ritter will be our <laughs> star. <laughs> Don't
2: you put that evil on me, Ricky
0: Bobby. Zach Robinson is out of... OTAs. You know,
4: I really am impressed with the work that uh, Desmond, Desmond Ritter, Ritter is, is putting, putting in. in. Yes. Yeah. We're going to come back, and they're going to be like, you know what? We can fix him. We saw something in his progressions. Apparently he needs glasses, <laughs> and now they're going to have goggles. He's going to come out like uh, <laughs> like Charlie Sheen, Ricky Vaughn, right? Uh. No, man. I want the guys like just hit us up on the text. Line. Well, what do you want? Well, We've told you. I've given you a list, but we've we're, told you. We can, guys, we cannot get to Caleb Williams' Or to uh no, to Drake you can. Yeah, I mean you're just gonna have no first round picks for Correct. three years. Correct. And a few second rounders. But to get to Drake May, to get to now Jaden Daniels, maybe it's just right, real quick. Two first rounders for Jaden Daniels. You down with that? Uh no. See, that's a problem. No. You know, but you don't you're not willing to say F those picks the way the Rams are?
0: Because we're not built we're not Listen, we're not one step away like the Rams We were. don't have that kind of depth. Right. We still We're not have, the Eagles, yeah. Mike, and we're certainly not the 49ers. And for all the Kyle Shanahan crap that we give him, the team is loaded. Like right. there's a reason why they're in these NFC Championship games and playing for Super Bowls. There's a re you have to build that depth, Mike. That you mm-hmm. don't get um, setbacks from injuries that are going to they're bound to happen in the NFL. Right. We, we we're not there. So when you start talking about giving away draft capital and specifically first round picks, those are. Those are monumental things. You better know for right. sure. And I don't know if they feel that way. By the way, you know, I want if I'm going to spend free,
4: I would love to go get the quarterback in the draft. Hopefully one of these guys shines who then falls to eight and it's not a reach. The guys that maybe Penix. Yes. Yes. I, I I'm like, yeah. like I really I told Carl we were talking about. How it. excited
0: does it get you? I like Penix. Okay. Now I know that you,
4: but I get it. The guys who make it to the conference championships in the Super Bowl have dual threat capability. Maybe not like the Patrick Mahomes just has an innate ability to get away from everything and make it happen. Penix does not have that. He's a pocket passer. No, you he's got, not, I mean, not showing that. You know, but Zach Robinson did. Uh, you know, he did sort of extol the virtues of a pocket passer when he talked about his boy. You know, Matthew Stafford, the guy's been working with the last few years. All right, just a thought. What? But I would, but then, and then I could take that free agent money to go get Donnell Hunter. That's going to be a fortune. Brian Burns, by the way, he wants uh, he wanted thirty million last year. Now they're saying he wants upwards of forty million this year. Fifty
0: million
3: dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You out, Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, 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 no. And by the way, he's a, see, here's the first-round pick who's out of his mind. Danell Hunter is a third-round pick who popped off the jump. Yes, he did. Six-and-a-half sacks, went to 12 the next year. If Zach Harrison can make that kind of step yeah. up this year. But we just don't develop pass rushes, so we never hired Chuck Smith
0: here. That's well, It is. It is. Go look at what happened with the Ravens. Go look at Jadavion Clowney's last season. There's a reason for that. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. All right, I don't even know why I started down that road. I don't. I, I did the whole the whole Ritter thing. I keep right. saying it's a joke. People aren't talking about it, and then I see it popping up on my timeline. Justin, I maybe need to mute this thing yeah. too yeah. because I keep seeing like. Why are we even talking about this? I'm talking about where we're going, not where we've been. And
4: by that, I got, Excel says we should now refer to, he likes it, Ritter as a walking doomsday machine. <laughs>
0: what are Ruby you? Forward. A what doomsday are, what are you machine? What kind of a doomsday machine? Yeah, maybe. Maybe he is. <sighs> All right, guys, coming up, Benjamin Albright's going to join us. KOA Denver NFL insider. Um, you like Russ. Let's just say you do. Right. Let's just say he wants to come. Now,
4: where's that fall in the fans' pecking order? A uh, plan A, B, C, D. But you know he's, he covered this guy in
0: Denver for guys who missed our conversation uh, earlier in the season. Well, we're going to find out uh, what he knows and what he thinks. Um, and, again, a guy that's around that team every day, I think uh, if you want Russ, is it's not the debate about his football acumen or, for that matter, his ability to play. He can play. It's are you willing to take on the other things that may come with that Okay, And I'm not talking about the corniness and all that. Russ is Russ. What I'm talking about is if the things behind the scenes are true, then, Mike, there's a price to pay with that when you take that on. And by the way, at this point in his career, with all the money he's made, Mike, he's not coming here to change. I think he's going to come here and be who he is. And whatever team embarks on trying to take him on has to realize that. But here's the thing. He played for Pete Carroll. They got sideways. We know that. Uh, he would certainly
4: Sean Let Payton. Let Russ Cook. Sean Payton is just a man like Bobby Petrino that had a you know an ethics and a charisma bypass at birth. Could Raheem get? the programming straightened up between his ears as far as the things that make people upset uh, with Russell Wilson? I mean, listen. I mean, Ra's a pretty I, I, positive I cat. He, no, he is. But now you're making him out to be like a world psychologist. What? I, no, I I'm asking him to do the same thing with Quinn Snyder, which he can't do with this. He was just play defense. Yeah, I, He's not going to change. The guy's not going to change his point, I,
0: I, can't, I can't say that. I, all I can tell you is there's, there's something there. All right? Where there's smoke, there's fire. All right, we'll find out what that fire is with Benjamin Albright coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You guys can hit us up as well. All right? But no Ritter stuff, please. Now probably nothing but Ritter stuff on our timeline. All right, we're coming back. Dukes and Bell.
5: What are you? Some kind of
2: doomsday machine, boy.
0: The most important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash
5: offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000.
0: We have options, and we've been talking about them with you It's Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We want to talk to our man, Benjamin Albright. He covers the NFL. KOA Denver is where he's at. He's an NFL insider. Um, One of those options, Benjamin, is we keep talking about the potential of landing Russell Wilson here. Um, Let's talk about him for a second. I want your impressions of what he is and talk to us about Russ as a guy behind the scenes Look, we know he he still has the ability to play at a high level in the NFL I don't know if this is the right place for him but talk about Russ and all the other things that keep popping up when we talk about Russell Wilson Benjamin call from mom answer it call silenced
3: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Do we need to call him back? My God, Russell Wilson's people got to him. (laughs) Yeah, they might have. We'll grab him here in just a second. He is, again,
4: uh, He knows guy. Denver. He covers, covers all of the NFL, but he's, he's dialed in as an insider. But he knows certainly, amongst
0: other things, what's going down there in Denver. What happened? All right. Uh, are we, is he back, Big O? All um, right. We're going to call him back. Uh, we'll I get him back a, here in I just hope a second. I like an avalanche or something. Well, no. I just, you know. Um, but we'll see what he has to say. Because I, I think sometimes it, it's interesting, Mike. It's like uh, your children in life. When they hear things from other people, it right. resonates. As a parent, you can tell them all you want. And you can say, hey, I'm telling you this, this, and this. And then, yeah, whatever. And then somebody else says it, and they're like, oh, did you know? So sometimes I feel like that's – when we talk about these players, you need to go to where they're at and talk to the guys that cover these guys. All right, Benjamin Albright is back. And, Benjamin, I'll just cut it short. I was saying let's talk about all the other things when it comes to Russell Wilson, not the football, but the other things that we've heard about. How much truth is there when it comes to behind the scenes and, and what goes on with Russ?
2: Well, I don't think he's the diva that everybody kind of paints him out to be. Um I, I think Russ is a, a very, you know, hard worker. I think he's a, a- you know, he's never going to be a problem off the field, at least from a like a legal or you know moral or ethical standpoint. Um I just think that, that in a lot of ways he's kind of a dork, and in some ways he doesn't connect to people inside the locker room. Some of the things he does are kind of you know dad jokey and um I think there are certain there are certain demographics inside of a locker room he's not going you know he's not going to connect with it doesn't mean he can not get the job done. Um, I think in you know on the field, Russell Wilson can be very successful at a very narrow set of parameters. Um, he's at his best when you kind of put the ball in his hands and, and, and sort of let him create not the best in structure player. Um, hmm. If you have a strong run game and a defense, you'll definitely win games with him. Um, and, you know, that that's sort of the thing. I, I think that, um, you know, you, he's, a, he's a great player inside a very narrow set of parameters. His problem was he left Seattle thinking that he was going to be the next Drew Brees, and he got to Denver and found out that was not the case with two separate head coaches. And, um, you know, a reversion to back to what made him successful is is the ideal setup or scenario.
4: I just felt that Hackett was it was truly overwhelmed, and you know, as much of uh, Sean Payton being a weasel, he kind of nailed it. Uh, and then Sean Payton, it just seemed like that that thing was just they they never laughed at the same jokes.
2: Yeah, I, way to put it. I, I love that. I'm stealing that phrase. Um, that's yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, you talk about two personalities that don't mesh whatsoever. Um, Sean Payton doesn't like Russell Wilson personally, despite whatever he says in public, and um, you know, and that that's kind of the thing. Sean Payton wants to get his own guy in here. Okay, fine, whatever. You know, I, I haven't been the big biggest fan of what Sean Payton's brought to the table so far. We'll see if he can do it with uh, whoever's next, whether that's you know Darnold, Garoppolo, or a rookie. Nice. Um, but it's you know, I, I think that uh, it was it was weird to me that they gave up on Russ. I mean, it was purely financial. But the way they had to kind of tap dance around that when you had a quarterback that had what twenty six touchdowns, eight picks, I and mean, he was top five in the league in touchdowns, and you're talking about you want to bring Jarrett Stidham in for an offensive spark—that might have been the the dumbest thing I'd heard in a while. Hmm.
0: We're talking with Benjamin Albright, guys. We're trying to cover all the angles and options potentially for our quarterback situation. So we want to go to one of the sources there in Denver. And Benjamin's around that team and uh, covers them on a daily basis. So uh, when you talk about the quirkiness, does it mean that guys didn't buy into him being a leader? And do you think that follows him wherever he ends up?
2: Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think he has, and the way I've described this before is toxic positivity. You know, no <laughs> matter what the situation is, Russell Wilson is always going to be positive. Hey, we, we got this. You just got to believe, you know. And then you look it up at the scoreboard, like, bro, we're down thirty-one, nothing. We're not going to win this. Um, you know, like that that kind of thing. You will get some eye rolls, but I don't think anybody questions him as a leader per se. Um, I, I think it's more like in some of those moments where you probably want to see emotion, you probably want to see some 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 fight and some fire and some, you know, somebody. The hand a little dirty uh you have this this choir boy who's sitting there you know we got this guy. we got it you know urkeling it up and and i think that in that scenario maybe he fails to connect hmm.
4: benjamin albright's with us guys uh, nfl insider from koa out there in denver here on the wait dot com hotline we spent like weeks now talking about justin fields and uh, we might be the lead horse on this deal w- what is your take on fields is this as good as it's gonna get or the right guy, Zach Robinson, now our OC, is going to untap the potential, cut down the turnovers, make him more consistent?
2: That, that's, that, that is the million-dollar question because, you know, you look at, at Justin Fields, he's 10-28 and all-time as a starter. Um, I did a comparison uh, the other day and, and looked at the, all the other quarterbacks combined, um, and, and it's not a good list. I mean, it's Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, Trevor Simeon, Tyson Bajent, uh guys like Nathan Peterman. Um, you, you look at them; they were six and seven. Uh, basically, the, the Bears won uh, at twice as a great clip with with those inferior quarterbacks. Uh, you you delve into the stat a little bit, and they have roughly the same touchdown percentage. I mean, Fields gets a few more. Uh, roughly the same interception percentage, but the big big problem with with Fields is all the sacks fumbles. Uh, He fumbles and, and sacks at an exorbitantly high rate. Which which tends to tell you, and you can see this from looking at the tape, that he's got hangs on to the football too long. Uh he's trying to make plays and, and, and maybe he doesn't see things as you know as quickly as he should. Um I, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see with a, a third offense what he's able to do. Um, you know, because Luke Getze is a pretty well respected guy and he, he just couldn't get it going with fields and then you know, you have Bill Lazor before that, who's another respected guy. In fact, most quarterbacks had their best years with Bill Lazor, mm-hmm. Um and, and that they did, really didn't get fields going early. So It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think you guys are lead dog for for him. Um, I think Pittsburgh is probably lead dog for us at this point. We'll kind of see, you know, how that, how that shakes out as the process goes along. But uh, that is the question. Um, you know, everybody I've talked to believes the Bears are moving on from Fields and taking taking Caleb Williams. So I'm I'm kind of rolling with that process. But um, you know, it, it's it's all the athletic potential in the world. It's a question of can you make him a great passer too?
0: Yeah, it's it's a financial decision for the Bears. I mean, it's as simple. If you were I were the head coach Benjamin we would do the same thing because, you know, with this hard cap, uh, it gives you the ability to have the first pick. I don't know when the Bears are going to have that again. And you got to take advantage of it. And plus, you can get some capital back for a guy like Justin Fields. It's Benjamin Albright, guys. We're talking all things NFL. Um, what do you think about the franchise tag situation? We were talking about Brian Burns, and we need a pass rusher here. You know, the, the cost of going after one of these guys, if, in fact, they don't get franchised. And I don't know if Burns does. I think Chris Jones is ending up back in Kansas City but what do you what do you think about burns i
1: well, think
2: he's a great player uh, i don't think he's going anywhere um that that that's going to be the thing and it, it, you know i know i know all about needing edge rushers. i mean we need him here we got the, we got nick video who's okay but beyond that it's uh, it's a bunch of you know uh guys that be third or fourth on a depth chart um you know, here in here in Denver, they just weren't able to get after the passer. So I can understand that. Raheem Morris, you know, understands he needs to get after the passer. Um, you know, Burns, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know that he's going to be available. We'll we'll see about that. Um, uh, Jones is probably going back to Kansas City. I think the the market's going to be a little thin. You're going to have some guys that, you know, that have bounced around. That that, that maybe you can bring in on a short term kind of prove it kind of contract. Um, you know, we'll see if a Randy Gregory hits the market again and and if he's able to kind of re, re- get that fire. He got a big deal from Denver. He couldn't get it going. Got traded to uh, san francisco chase young a bit of a freelancer um you know so they, we'll, we'll see if some of these guys hit the market
4: yeah we compared chase young to like dante fowler you know a couple of years ago just yeah. kind of just there yeah hey it's benjamin albright guys from koa in denver nfl insider two i uh, uh, give me uh, two answers on this one minnesota cousins where is he going to land and is danelle hunter going to stay in minnesota
2: I think Cousins winds up staying in Minnesota. I don't think the market for him is going to be as hot as people think. I know people talked about you guys flirting with that a little bit, um, but I, you know Cousins coming out there and, and wanting that fully guaranteed deal, I, I don't think the market for him is going to be very hot. I think he, I think he winds up back in Minnesota. Uh, Daniel Hunter, I think he hits the free agent market. That will be the cream of the crop right. if you're looking for an edge rusher, um, and, and he, you know, he's an athletic marvel. Uh, the question is keeping him motivated. So if you, can, you know, if you can bring him in and keep him motivated while paying him, uh, that, that's going to be the big thing. So um, if, you, know, you want to talk edge rushers, that's, that's the guy you should be eyeballing.
0: Hmm. No doubt. I totally agree with that. As far as the draft is concerned, who's, uh, who's your top guy, man? I mean, not quarterback. Who, who is it Marvin Harrison? Because for me, I think he's the best player in this draft. I like
2: Marvin Harrison a lot. I tell you, man, the more tape I watch on Malik Neighbors, though the kid out of LSU, mm, he nice. might be the best wide receiver to ever come out of LSU, and that's that's saying something. Uh, he he is absolutely phenomenal. He's one A one B right there with Harrison. I mean, either one of those guys you get, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have a stud on your hands. There's a couple offensive linemen I really like. Uh, the kid out of Oregon State, the uh, the offensive tackle at of Oregon State, I think he's going to be a uh, you know a dominant NFL player. Um, I think that um, you know and that the, the other. You know, guy I really like is JJ McCarthy. He's going to wind up going top ten. He wasn't asked to do much in that Michigan offense, but when he when he had to do things, he made plays. I think he's going to be the guy everybody thought Zach Wilson was going to be when they drafted the the Jets drafted him. So we'll uh, we'll we'll see. But there's there's, you know there's four quarterbacks in this draft, and I think McCarthy uh, he might be drafted fourth. It might be the second best one in this class.
4: Yeah, Ben, you just I was going to ask you about him. We we talked about it earlier. It's just hard to wrap your head around a guy like you know Jim Harbaugh and, and just the way he drove this thing. Like it was a Ferrari stuck in a in a driveway. It just didn't they never really let him loose.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with the relative youth, you know, of, of McCarthy. I think it's part of it. Plus you just I mean they had a dominant ground game. They had a dominant offensive line, a dominant ground game. They just didn't have to. You know, it kind of reminds you, you you go back to Alabama, you look at some of those teams Sabin had when you had guys like McElroy or, uh, you know, back there where you you had dominant ground games with Trent Richardson and all those guys. You you just didn't have to cut those guys loose. And so, you know, I think that I don't think that uh, J.J. McCarthy, the tape, does him justice because he was never in a situation where you had to cut him loose. And, And so you never really got to see his wares on full display.
0: Yeah. It's it's uh it's a debate because that's the thing. I think a lot of people say, "Wait a minute, do we see enough of JJ?" Right. Uh even though in big moments he did show up. There's no doubt. Hey, Benjamin, man, we appreciate you uh jumping on with this. We just wanted to kind of get a feel because there's a lot of folks here in Atlanta say, "Wait a minute, we want, shouldn't we be going after Russell Wilson?" Right. And and if he was to end up here, what would you tell Falcon fans? What are we what are we getting?
2: well a, a guy who's better than credited and he's a hall of fame caliber player in a, in a very specific set of circumstances if you got a strong run game and you can set up the deep over off play action you're going to be wildly successful um he's a guy who who will always keep you in football games and he can bring you he bring you back with a with a fourth quarter comeback and a and a game winning drive but you're going to live with some some head slapping interceptions here and you know here and then or some head slapping throws here mm-hmm. and again uh, as he tries to make one too many plays, he does he does do that on occasion. So, um, you know he's still got the athleticism. He's still a great player. Um, you know don't don't get it twisted just because the media has been off the last couple of years. But uh, but in the end, the good comes with a little bit of the bad too. And you gotta you know you got you got to understand you're gonna throw some interceptions when he's trying to make a play in the red zone um, rather than playing within himself sometimes like he should.
4: And just finally for me, I know about the other quarterbacks. We just feel it's cost prohibitive to get up there to the top three. You like Penix? You think Penix is going to dazzle at the Combine and maybe reassure people over the knee condition?
2: I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I saw him play in the Pac-12. I saw a guy that wilts under pressure. He just didn't get pressured that much. Um you know, a guy who has a bad injury history. And I, I, you know, the people i talk to don't think he's going to be drafted the first round, maybe okay. not even the second round, uh, wow. with that injury history, he, he could go all the way, you know, he could drop mm-hmm. quite a bit. So, uh, I, I think that you're probably looking at him as the sixth, uh, quarterback drafted in this draft, um, behind, uh, you know, the big three and McCarthy and Penix. I mean, excuse me, and, and Bo Nix. So, wow. you know, I think, uh, I, I'm not the biggest fan of his. I understand why people like him. I certainly do. I'm just not his biggest fan. And, uh, you know, we'll see. I hope I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he, he goes on to have a great career, but uh, I, I'm not I'm not staking my job on him.
4: Right, and Ben, I think when you if you've been a Falcon fan the last two years and you see the kind of accuracy you saw in the Texas game or against those Oregon, that's why we that's why some people are interested in paddocks. You mentioned Nix. A lot
2: of us saw him fail I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role.
4: Terribly, miserably, and he goes out yeah. there and lights it up. You think Bonex can play at the next level?
2: I think you can. I just think you need to find a system that, that, uh, that plays primarily within the 11 to 19-yard game on in-breaking routes. And, uh, you know, and you'll, find yourself, uh, you'll find yourself with a quarterback that fits what you're doing. Uh, with regard to Penix against Texas, I think the biggest thing watching that game was that most people didn't realize Texas had a 96th-ranked defense and one of the worst secondaries in the country. So, Penix absolutely destroyed a terrible Texas defense. And then when he played a good defense in Michigan, we kind of saw what happened. Right.
0: Great stuff. Benjamin, appreciate you, man. Take care, and we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Take care. Benjamin Albright, guys. Uh, guys are th- digging the feedback. card. A guy just hit me up on Twitter. goes, man, now I'm against Fields. Well, th- there's the, <laughs> but there's the feedback also on Russ. There's right. the good with the bad. Right. You know what that means? None of this is for sure. Right. no, no certainties in life. None of it. All right. Let's get to last call because today I had to do some adulting. And I want to know about you, adulting. My wife has a coffee cup that says I hate adulting. Right. I went to the dentist this morning. What's your least favorite mandatory life task as an adult? Okay. Adulting. Doing taxes. Home improvement. Maybe you had to move or get rid of some spiders or snakes. Yeah. At one point, we had one rat that was in our attic. And we were like, what's going on up there? We thought we had rats. Found out we had one when they came and did the traps. 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. When it comes to adulting, what is the least favorite mandatory life task as an adult that you least enjoy? 404-726-0929. It's tonight's last call.
5: Your chance to chime in on the
2: biggest stories of the day.
0: 404-726-0929. Went to the dentist today. I uh, had to get a, a filling in the back of my mouth, which is a very difficult area to reach. Mm. Uh, it's where my wisdoms had pushed on my tooth and then ah! created a, a cavity area back there. And so it was revealed like in an x-ray where they saw it a couple of months ago. And they're like, oh, you need to get that supported. And I was like, yeah, all right. So today. Don't make that noise. Please. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not listening. So uh, adulting. Tonight's hmm. question is simple, guys. Whether it's doing taxes, home improvement projects, uh, removing critters from the property. What's your least favorite mandatory life task? Taxes. 404-726-0929. Well, everybody's going through that. Chris, did you do yours already? Didn't you tell me? I actually had my appointment last night. Went well? Uh, Net positive. Oh, nice. So we'll take it. Get some money back. That's what's up. Uh, Mike, you were wanted by the
4: IRS at one point. Yes, I was. I actually, no joke, uh, I actually had a friend of mine. Now, I got off easy because at the time I wasn't making as much as my other buddies on Wall Street. I had a guy who went to high school, actually went to a a, a rival high school we are all tight with. He wound up going to Venezuela, Carl, because there's no extradition with Venezuela, and he he swindled hundreds of thousands of dollars from a group of friends. I mean, I mean, it's a lifetime movie, yeah. And then, yeah, Did they ever wrong. catch him? Um, well, my buddy Rocco was going to go kill him, but no, they never found him. So I don't know where <laughs> I presume he's on the run using an assumed identity somewhere in South America. But yeah, man, I had to deal with the IRS twice. It is, it's, it's. it's that's
0: why I said it's worse than root canal. And by the way, my dentist is great. Jeff, thank you for today. He's a big Georgia fan, went to Georgia, uh, so thank you. Johnny, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Johnny, what is your favorite uh, favorite least life task?
5: My favorite least life task would be, uh, the,
4: I don't know, mowing the lawn, I guess. I, I can't really think of anything right now other than that right now, Carl, but uh, – Yeah, that's the best I can give you right now. (laughs) We we do appreciate you participating, but we generally want you to have an opinion when you're
0: calling. This is true. Johnny, I was expecting, like, something revolutionary there, and you gave me (laughs) mowing the yard. You said the question, like, four times. What was he doing on hold? (laughs) He was enjoying our voices in the show. I mean, uh, we always appreciate you guys taking part, but we really truly do want you to take part. Absolutely. (laughs) Adulting sucks sometimes. Hey, Ron, what do you think, Ron? You're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The uh, least favorite mandatory life task is... I think it's getting your first colonoscopy Ooh. in Atlanta, Georgia, and you have an LGBTQ. Well, I, I <laughs> you had me a colonoscopy uh, because I think for every man, if you're of a certain age and they tell yes. you it's time, okay, you're a little bit afraid to go through the process. There's
4: no doubt. But I mean, if we're honest, I mean, you know, there's prostate exams and then there's colonoscopy. Correct. Maybe he was confused. The colonoscopy, for the most part, you're going to count back from 100, and you're going to wake up, and you have no idea what happened. Unless, like in my case, that time they did it at Emory, I told you the story on the radio, um, they, they're counting back count back from 100, like 99, 98, 97, 96, and everyone such I can see people, I draw my corner of my eye looking around, and then I see, like, I turn the, and then, oh, they had to use, like, enough, like, to knock out an elephant on me. Yeah. And then when I came to, I was apparently like, you guys are so hot. You're sexy nurses, and I was like, like, like stoned from the stuff. They to call Becky in, and like, can you get him under control? And of course, I've taken, I've ripped my gout off. I'm naked there. I was just a damn disaster. Becky's like, never letting you back in this place.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that, that doesn't take away from if I told you today you got to get a colonoscopy tomorrow. Right. There's a little bit of fear, but you're right. No, I mean, there's more fear with what they tell you. You know what I mean? That, that's my point. I right. mean, you getting it right. and and going through the process is one thing. When you hear, hey, it's about time, you're of that age, and you go, oh, i got to do this. Just don't show me the instruments before you use them. Well, that's another thing.
4: Have you ever had that reaction, though, where you get, like, knocked out from the dentist and gas, and you're acting all stupid?
0: Um, I did not. Trin did. I do that a few times. Trin did. She was crying uncontrollably. Oh, wow. After we got those wisdoms out, speaking of the wisdoms, and Mm -hmm. there was no, like, there was no stopping it. And then when we got in the car, she was still, I don't know why I'm crying. That... That was the uh, reaction. My wife
4: wouldn't talk to me for a day because apparently everything I said was sexual in nature to all the nurses. Huh. It was just bad. It was bad.
0: Yeah, Tony, it was rough. Tony, what's going on, Tony? Uh, what's your least favorite mandatory life task, man? Hey, man. Hey, man. What's going on?
2: It's been a long time. You guys are doing a great job, man. Thank you, sir. i have been busy. I want to call. So, obviously, I had to make some changes in my life. I changed my occupation. Do you know what I mean? So the IRS don't come after me like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Second... Now I got children, man. I got a nine-year-old and a five-year-old daughter, and I cannot stand to fold their clothes. It's so little. It's like toy clothes.
0: It's a pain in the butt, (laughs) man. He's right. Right on. He's right. Or is giving you a thumbs up there, Tony, about that. No, I can attest to that. I mean, the folding clothes, he's right about that. I'm with you on that. That, And it's monotonous, by the way. Did your dad teach you how to fold? No,
4: Mom. My dad taught me the Marine way, because I know your dad was Career Army. And so, Becky, we get in these arguments because she doesn't to fold a shirt. I mean, she's like, I know, you just do it. I don't do it right.
0: Yeah. The old man. the. You never yeah. see it? They're like, super crisp, tight, tight, tight. Yeah, my mom was, no uh, wrinkles. Uh, uh, she was a stickler for that. Like, you were going to fold it and fold it right. Right. And so over and over, and even to this day, it is weird. Michelle will throw the clothes there. Right. I'm like, nope. Let me fold this. Shot. Let <laughs> see, me fold see, it and put I'm, it away. I'm telling
4: you, that's it's just ingrained in my noggin.
0: Yeah, uh, Lonnie, you're on Sports Radio 92.9. The game, Lonnie. What is it for you, man? Hey, man.
2: Hey, man. Thank you for taking my call. Thank I you. think it's uh
0: paying for this paying for uh, vacation on, on spring break or summer break. Kids always want you to stop at every store and get to the park. And you end up paying three, four hundred dollars for everybody to get in. I, I see what my parents were saying now when I was growing up. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, he's talking about taking the kids and being being gone uh, right. on break or whatever. And your your kids want to stop at Bucky's. They want to stop everywhere every right. time, and they want to get something and collect it. And they want Dad, Mom, can I get this? And next thing you know, you've spent more money on getting there than you have oh. when you get there. Some of my friends with kids, multiple
4: kids, say just, you know, by the, by the third child, the Disney World experience is over. You're done
0: going down to Disney. Yeah. Listen, the, I, the cost involved, the time involved. Yeah. It's a lot. Lonnie brings up a great one. All right, a couple more here, and then Abe's going to take over. There's uh, place on earth.
4: <laughs> Tomorrow, by the way, we're at Hooters. Speaking of the happiest place on earth, Hooters and Douglasville guys will be there live two to seven. Had a great turnout last time we were out there. Come by and see us. Make plans. As we said earlier, make cover stories for your wife. And then uh, the bikini contest, Carl, starting after the show.
0: All right, let's grab a sweet. Uh, sweet, what's the least favorite life task for you, man?
2: Hey, man. Hey, I'm going to combine two of those things for you getting a colonoscopy by the IRS. <laughs> that would be my least favorite experience.
0: Love the show, guys. There you go. Thanks. So you're having fun with us there. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, sometimes it feels that way, though. bro. I'm, just I'm more saying. like a prostate exam than a colonoscopy, if we're honest. <laughs> All right, Chief, <laughs> you finish things up, man. Appreciate you guys calling in. Adulting sometimes suck. Uh, what is it for you, Chief? Hey, man.
2: Speaking of prostate exams, Chief, <laughs> my wife, the first time I ever
5: went
0: and got an exam, she loves to talk a lot. So I come back in the lobby after the exam, and a bunch of women are sitting there. And I'm looking because, you know, you're already feeling dirty. And just all bust on this big laugh. It wasn't funny at all, Chief. It wasn't funny at all. <laughs> yeah, you felt some kind of way. I, I understand. <laughs> Abe, what do you got going on tonight, Abe? What's happening at 7 o'clock, man? Yeah, everyone has their preference for what they want to happen for the Falcons at quarterback, but there's a good chance none of that happens. Right. So what's plan B? Well, what is your plan B? A- and your hmm. plan B is not someone else's plan A. Right. I mean a real plan B. I mean – because plan- Ritter's not it.
4: Well, I mean, Mayfield is the guy we talked about earlier. Baker's interesting, right? I mean, the Cousins thing is certainly, yeah, uh, that's that kind of fleeting. You talk to six guys about Russell Wilson, you get four negative and two positive. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I want to I go draft a quarterback. I want to go get Jaden Daniels and move up to get him. That's a plan A. You're going to have plan a plan
0: a. B. All right, plan B would be Baker Mayfield. Okay. Mm. Stay tuned. Abe's got mm. you coming up. Let's get out of here and clear our throat. I said clear our throat. Dukes and Bell are wrapping up another show, so it's time for Let Me Clear My Tops
5: On Sports Radio
0: 92.9 The Game Tomorrow we head to Chicago, Patrick Finley, he writes for the Chicago Sun-Times We're going to talk to him about Justin Fields Steve Holman joins us, Grant McCauley joins us to talk Braves We are live in Douglasville, come on out and hang out with your boys We'd love to get a chance to see you guys out there And then we'll be judging the contest after the show. Right on. Big O, thank you for everything you do. And it's good to have you back on. Uh, Turtle, as well, our executive producer. Stay tuned. Abe's got you coming up. Full three tonight, by the way. Full three. All right. Full three. Hmm. So stay right there. Mike Bell, we got to get out of here, man.
4: Clear your throat. Hey, man. I'll take it outside of sports to entertainment uh, this time around. Now We've had about, what, three days since uh, True Detective Season 4 wrapped up uh, up in uh, Alaska near the Arctic Circle. I mean, you, you you set a story, man. You you set us up with five amazing episodes, and then you go you kind of pulled the rug out from under us with some nonsense. And I got to be honest, a lot of I'm the only one. I read a lot of reviews, and people said I gave six hours of my life, and that's the way this thing ends. Eh, Not good. I usually am a big fan of HBO. They they missed it on the final episode, bro.
0: They tried to pack in two episodes into an hour and twenty, and it was just a lot to digest. I totally agree. Mm. I sat there at the end and was like, "That's that's it." Yeah. And I love Jody Falls. She was great, she was great in this. Great. She was great But to this.
4: go from so supernatural to like a, a little a procedural cop drama ending was weak sauce. Yeah. All right. Uh, as we get out of here.
0: Bring him home.
4: If you love the show.
0: You tell your friends.
4: If you don't. You've got to try to convince Carl that Justin is not the guy.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?